Welcome to Everything Pro Wrestling. Everything Pro Wrestling is a show by the fans for the fans. And I am your host, Conrad Cushman, and we are here to give our preview and predictions for WWE Money in the Bank 2018. WWE Money in the Bank 2018 is going to be happening in Chicago, Illinois from the Allstate Arena. And the night before that show, we are also going to have NXT TakeOver Chicago 2. And that's a show that I cannot wait for. And look for another preview and prediction show to be coming up right after this one. Now, we're going to talk about Money in the Bank, guys. But Money in the Bank has had a very lackadaisical buildup, if I could say it. Um, I'm very disappointed in how the shows have been booked. SmackDown's felt meh, and Raw's just felt horrible to watch. It could be the three hours. But I'm hoping for this show to launch WWE into building up for SummerSlam, and we see an excellent card, and the shows just start to get better from here. But with that being said, let's talk about the preview and predictions for Money in the Bank. All right, guys. Well, Money in the Bank's going to have 10 matches on this card, and the show's also going to be starting at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, for those who don't know, because... All of the pay-per-views now, or the network specials, I should say, are four hours long. Do I agree with that? Absolutely not. Um, I think it's kind of too long. You should save that for your big shows, but I don't I don't know. We'll see if this works, I guess. I shouldn't knock it just yet. But the first match that I have up will be the women's Money in the Bank ladder match. Now, I would open up the show with this just to get everything really hyped up and really showcase the women and what they can do. In this match, we have Ember Moon, who hasn't really done too much since she's been called up after WrestleMania. Charlotte Flair, the woman who ended Asuka's streak and lost the title by being cashed in on by Carmella for Money in the Bank. We have Alexa Bliss, who's been kind of... Not really seen or heard from since uh, her WrestleMania match too much. Becky Lynch, she's been quiet, but she had an excellent match with Charlotte on SmackDown Live. Natalia is doing the storyline with Ronda Rousey being her friend and the injury angle. We have Lana, who is just over, and she's part of the Rusev Day stuff now. Um, we have the beautiful Naomi, and we also have the lovely Sasha Banks. And Sasha Banks and Bayley... I really want this storyline to finally just get some type of conclusion to it. But let's get into this, guys. I have some ideas for this match. Um, I think that this is going to be a different kind of match. Each person's going to kind of have their role here. And here's how I see things going. So Ember Moon is going to be showcased in this match. That she is new to the women's division, but she is a force to be reckoned with. She is going to be the person who stands out, and you're going to remember her for a big spot, I feel. Same with Charlotte. Charlotte's going to do her moonsault spot and do whatever she has to do as well. But Charlotte has to come up short for the long-term, the long-term storyline going into WrestleMania with her fighting Ronda Rousey. We have Alexa Bliss who is basically fighting to see if she still belongs in the top picture for the women. So Alexa Bliss really needs to shine in this match. Becky Lynch, same thing. She needs to really shine in this match. 
and figure out what they're going to do with her and everything else. Natalia is going to be playing off of a lot of storylines. She has an injured knee. She's going to be selling a lot in this match, and I think that'll be very interesting for things. Uh, Naomi, real quick, is also in the same boat as Alexa and Becky. She's there. She also is trying to prove herself because she was a champion, and they just want to see, well, what do you still got? Lana. Lana is Lana. I think she's just here for her hard work and basically to have this match be over if anything goes wrong. And Sasha Banks. I think that Sasha Banks and Bayley's storyline will have some development here. I'm going to say it now. I think Bayley ends up costing Sasha Banks in this match in some way, shape, or form. And hopefully this is where we get the heel turn from one of these two. And overall, my prediction to win this match, guys, is I'm going with Natalia. Natalia and Ronda Rousey's storyline makes perfect sense. And I think that this could come back into play not too long after her match later on in the night with Nia Jax. So for now, with my first prediction, I'm taking Natalia to become the women's money in the bank. Next up on our list, we are going to have the deleter of worlds, Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt versus the B team, which is Curtis Axel and Bo Dallas. The deleter of worlds, Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt as a tag team had so much potential. And I feel WWE has squandered it and they feel blah, they feel boring. And the entire tag division feels kind of like, where are the authors of pain? Nothing's happening with them. And it seems like a lot of fans would rather see Drew McIntyre and Dolph Ziggler do something. Everything's all messed up with this. Um, for a quick prediction for this, the leader of worlds should win this. But I do see Drew McIntyre and Dolph Ziggler eventually taking those titles off of them. For the Intercontinental Championship, we are going to have Seth Rollins versus Elias. And this is one of the better build matches with very little build. Um, I have enjoyed the fact that both of these guys have been top players on Monday Night Raw, in my opinion, lately. Uh, Seth Rollins has been putting on quality matches with the Intercontinental Championship. And Elias has been an entertaining heel. And I think that Elias has really surprised me. This is someone who was on NXT, and I despised him. I didn't think he was worth anything, and I didn't think he was that good. But since he's been on the main roster, Elias, big thumbs up, man. He's done a great job and kept me entertained. So for this Intercontinental title match, it's hard to give a prediction so easily because I can see this going both ways depending on what WWE wants to do for SummerSlam. And with that being said, I'm going to assume that WWE is going to come to their senses because I did a YouTube video about the rumored main event for SummerSlam being Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar. Please no, please no, please no. And I'm going to predict that Elias wins the Intercontinental Championship here and becomes your new Intercontinental Champion. I think the time is right. I don't know if they were trying to wait for Jason Jordan, but Elias is hot now, and I think he needs the championship. 
And I think it's time you give it to him. And Seth Rollins at SummerSlam needs to be the person challenging Brock Lesnar for the Universal Championship. Roman Reigns versus Jinder Mahal. Is that even a match at Money in the Bank? I guess it's better than where we were last year with Jinder being the WWE champion. Ugh. Roman Reigns versus Jinder Mahal. This is really a match, man. Um, Roman Reigns should win this match pretty easy. Uh, I have no doubt in my mind that he should be the winner, and that's it for that match. All right, guys, next up, we bring you the WWE SmackDown Live Women's Championship match, which will have Carmella versus Asuka. And if you just watched SmackDown, which occurred earlier this evening, Asuka made Carmella tap out. Now, According to normal WWE pay-per-view logic, if you stand tall above the person on the go-home show, you're not winning at the pay-per-view. And even before that happened, I had already believed there's going to be some way Carmella walks out of this match winning. And for a little bit tonight, I thought maybe they're going to have Asuka win, but they're behind Carmella right now. And we'll see what she does as champion, but I don't see her um, losing her championship in this match. So my prediction is that Asuka will find some way to get another title match. But I'm going to say Carmella either gets DQ'd or counted out or something. So this will be one of those matches with the uh, screwy finish. Daniel Bryan versus Big Cass. Um, this feud has been meh, meh. Bryan's put on some good matches, but Big Cass's promos are they're okay. I mean, they're passable, in my opinion. But this feud really hasn't done too much. Um, I would like for it to stop, but I don't know. All of this is going to depend on what goes on with Daniel Bryan in his contract situation. I know he would like to pick the people that he works with and he's got a lot of other ideas I think for stuff that he would like to do and maybe he wants to make a little bit more money and work a little bit less on the um, television shows and house shows. But with this match I feel like Big Cass is going to come out the winner. And that's due to Daniel Bryan having his knee worked on in this last match. Actually, you know what? I'm going to change my mind. Mid-prediction right now. I'm going to go with Daniel Bryan to win again. Uh, I don't know if that story is true with Big Cass getting backstage heat for not listening to Vince. But I have a feeling they're going to keep Daniel Bryan strong. And maybe put him into a potential big match going into SummerSlam. So maybe they're going to try and keep him strong for that if Big Cass actually did make people mad. So we're going to go with Daniel Bryan to pick up the victory now. AJ Styles versus Shinsuke Nakamura for the WWE Championship in a last man standing match. I don't know about this one, guys. Um, 
I don't know what kind of match they're going to deliver. They've been getting better progressively. But there's still the chance that this match has a draw, some type of weird conclusion with it. How long are we going to keep the AJ Styles, Shinsuke Nakamura feud up? That all depends on WWE, in my opinion. So, looking at it, who needs to win this match? Personally, I think Nakamura has done excellent heel work and deserves to be WWE champion. He did a lot of work. He put over Jinder Mahal. I feel Nakamura got the short end of the stick. But I feel like AJ Styles is set up to be champion for quite some time. And he's done a really good job. And I feel like they want him to have a long title reign to cement like this is we appreciate you. And we appreciate you coming over here and what you've done for us. So... As much as I want to see Nakamura win, I'm going to predict AJ Styles to retain the WWE Championship. And if he gets low blowed in this match, it doesn't have a cup on it or some type of protection. Foolishness. Foolishness, I tell you. Bobby Lashley versus Sami Zayn. Guys, when I tell you that this feud has been horrible, this feud has been horrible. It goes back to the sit-down interview that were so cringeworthy of Bobby Lashley backstage talking about his sisters. To then Sami Zayn deciding, well, I'll have Sami Zayn make fun of it with three males dressed up as women acting like his sisters. And that'll do it, right? There were people who were offended by the segment. I was offended too. But you know what I was offended by? Bad creative writing. Freaking awful. And then this Monday on Raw, Bobby Lashley, after being upset that Sami Zayn said, well, maybe he really wasn't in the military. I get it. You would get upset about that. But then you would come out and run a stupid military course to prove to Sami Zayn that, yes, I really was in the army. That's freaking stupid. And then Sami Zayn just attacked him and made Bobby Lashley look like a goof. Man. So my prediction for this match is Bobby Lashley will get his revenge and defeat Sami Zayn. Um, That's it. That's all I got for this. Please end this feud, WWE. It's awful. And I don't think anyone ever wants to see this again. Don't try and do any cutesy stuff with Bobby Lashley. Let Bobby Lashley just be an athletic main eventer who could take you down. That's all that he needs to be. He doesn't need any more character or anything else with it because he shouldn't be your main champion. Just being honest, Bobby Lashley is not the guy for that spot. And I don't think he's ready for it. And find something better to do with both of these guys. And our next match is for the Raw Women's Championship. We will have Nia Jax defending her championship against Rowdy Ronda Rousey. And I'm not sure, guys, about this one either. This is a tough one to predict. Um, Once again, the storytelling behind this, which is creative and Vince's job, has been awful. 
Nia Jax tapped to an armbar from Asuka, and then they're talking about, can she put the armbar on Nia Jax? Ronda Rousey's a badass. She is going to be able to do this. And I hate it that they just tried to play it off like, oh, she can't. There's no way she can put it on her. She's going to get it on her. I would have put it, does she have enough skills in the ring to defeat Nia Jax? That's how I would have built up this match. And you also had Nia Jax being a bully after crying at WrestleMania about bullies. But what I think happened is this. Ronda Rousey is going into the UFC Hall of Fame. She'll be the first female inductee. Now think about that. What would be the best way for WWE to get some promotion out of this? Hey, Ronda, you want to win the women's championship? She finds out. She lets them know. She can go up on stage with the Raw Women's Championship and talk about how good it feels to be in WWE. Maybe get some of those UFC eyes on the WWE product. And I think that's why they rushed this match. I'm calling it now. I predict that Ronda Rousey is going to become the Raw Women's Champion. Uh, and it's no offense to Nia Jax. I like Nia Jax, and I think she has improved tremendously in the ring since her NXT days. But WWE is looking at this from a business standpoint, and they're going to use Ronda Rousey as a marketing tool to try to increase viewership and get their hands on some more money. So my prediction, Rowdy Ronda Rousey becomes your new Raw Women's Champion. We have another tag team title match, but this time for the Blue Brands tag titles. The SmackDown Live Tag Team Championships will be on the line here. We will have the Bludgeon Brothers, Luke Harper and Eric Rowan, defending their belts against the club, Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows. Now, Anderson and Gallows are... A tremendous tag team. I don't feel they're utilized properly into their full advantage. But I don't see them winning the titles here. You just gave the belts to Harper and Rowan. They really haven't had time to defend them. They've been built up as a force to be reckoned with. And I think this could even be a feud that carries on over the summer. If you really wanted um Gallows and Anderson to win the belts. I think you do it at a later time than right here, right now. I have to ask the same question I asked in the other tag team title match. Where's Sanity? Why did we draft them and we don't have anything for them to do? Just throwing that out there. So this match I predict will end in the schmaz some type of way once again. But with this one. I will say that there's going to be a rematch once again between these teams at the next pay-per-view. And for now, I will say either the Bludgeon Brothers will win, but they will retain their belts in some way, shape, or form. And finally, we get to the main event. I feel like I've been talking about this show for a long time already. Uh, we're almost 20 minutes in, maybe a little bit more. Let's talk about the men's Money in the Bank match, which I feel should main event the show because the show is called Money in the Bank. So the men's Money in the Bank match is quite interesting for some, but 
I see this as a pretty easy prediction. And I predicted it a long time ago, and I'm going to stick with my guns. If you guys remember, uh, probably near the beginning of the year, I predicted that The Miz is going to win the Money in the Bank briefcase, and he is going to find some way to crush Daniel Bryan's dreams by winning that briefcase. And they're going to tell a great story between those two. But this all could depend on, does Daniel Bryan sign another contract? I think he will, though. Either way, The Miz deserves the briefcase. Now, let's look at who else is in that match. We got Braun Strowman, someone who I feel is definitely a person who could easily be in the universal title picture. Why he isn't, probably too many losses, but he's the monster with no direction right now, and they need to find something better for him to do. Ever since WrestleMania, with that stupid Nicholas match, with all due respect to John Cone's son, but come on, man. Braun's better than that. Finn Balor, I don't know what he's been doing. Finn Balor, to me, sounded pretty foolish on Raw when they said, let's jump Braun Strowman. Why wouldn't you get him out of the match? He's the biggest fan in the match, and Finn, it's not the time to be all Mr. Goody Two-Shoes. Rusev? Rusev's in there for his hard work and all the pops he's been getting. I feel they need to go all the way with Rusev. Uh, he's great in the ring, and I really, really enjoy his act. Bobby Roode, please turn this man heel. He's only an entrance right now. Bobby Roode needs to be a heel and give him the microphone and let him talk. Kevin Owens, another person with no direction. Don't know where he's going. What happened with him and Sami Zayn? Maybe they'll put them back together. Maybe they'll have them win the Raw Tag Team titles eventually. But Kevin Owens isn't winning this, for sure. A member of the New Day. I'm still going to say that Big E is going to be the one who ends up in this match. I mean, we've seen Kofi a bunch of times, so does he really need to be in it? Xavier would be nice, but I don't think Xavier has that oomph to want to be a top guy right now in WWE. Big E Langston is the guy who I think is the one that they should put in this. He's got main event potential written all over him, so we'll see who it is. But New Day's going to do fine in this, and I think all of them will get involved in some way. And Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe is someone who I would love to see win money in the bank, but it's not his time right now. It's the person who I've always said is going to win this, and I'm standing behind it. The Miz is going to win money in the bank. I predict he will be a two-time winner, and he will cash in eventually on Daniel Bryan. Well, guys, that's all that I have for this week for the WWE Money in the Bank preview and predictions. I wanted to come on here as I do every single week and say thank you. I don't want you guys to think that I'm not appreciative of all of your support and you guys listening to the show. Thank you so much. And I have to give a shout-out to the Anchor community, everyone in the Everything Pro Wrestling page, and people on Wrestling Aminu who listen to this show. Thank you guys so much. Now, do me a favor. If you get a chance this week and you talk to someone who's into pro wrestling or someone who hasn't even listened to a podcast yet, tell them to start up with this one. Tell them to give a listen to Everything Pro Wrestling and download it on the Anchor app. If you guys send me a question on the Anchor app, I will be more than happy to include your audio and answer it on the show if you want. Now, 
You guys have been tremendous for me. And the reason I do this show is the same thing I say when I start the show every week. Everything Pro Wrestling is a show by the fans for the fans. And I hope you guys enjoy WWE Money in the Bank for the sanity of all of us.